become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaBusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In today's economic climate, it's very hard to know what to do with your money. Every financial move is a choice. Sometimes they are good choices, and you will reap the rewards of success. Sometimes there are bad choices, which can leave you in financial ruin if you make too many. Welcome to Money, Jobs, Health, and Other Things of Life with Gordon Bennett. Our program will help you to make the good choices and avoid the bad. Now, here is Gordon Bennett. Good afternoon. We're back with you today with our guest, Howard. How do I pronounce it? Dvorak? Did I get there? Just like Dvorak it sounds, Dvorak right? Ken. Dvorak <laughs> Ken. Hey, I, my, I've got a bad, I use Gordon Bennett for my radio name because nobody can pronounce my last name, so I sometimes slip and use it, but Dvorakin. I'll yep. try to remember that or pronounce it. I'm a little bit challenged. Okay. Um, this afternoon, I read about uh, some of the things you're doing and uh, how you're trying to help people out and how you've been pr- helping them out for years and years. And let's face it, this month, starting tomorrow, December, is one of the most challenging months of all time. Uh, and you've written a book about it. Uh, well, you've not written a book about it specifically. You've read about Credit Hell. But... Tell us about your book and uh, some of the lessons you can learn uh, and put into practice tomorrow. Gordon, as you said, I've been doing this for many years. This is actually our 20th year in business. Um, Before that, I I practiced as a CPA in in Washington, D.C., in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, And basically, I've come across many, many thousands of people that needed credit card help. You know, they get themselves in debt, all sorts of debt, but primarily credit cards. And they tend to, there's some lessons to be learned. And in the book, Credit Hell, uh, that I wrote a couple years ago, um, we were able to go through and kind of capsulize some of those stories and and so people can learn from other people's mistakes. I mean, the fact of the matter is the holidays are not a time that, you know, I don't see where it's written where people have to get into debt during the holidays. You know, people tend to get into debt simply because they're not careful. And as long as you have, keep in mind not to get too caught up in the holidays and the festivities, you should be okay. But you have to have some certain certainty into what you're doing. And, and like anything else uh, in the in your lifetime, you have to have a plan. And if you plan plan it out properly, uh, and you plan and you implement that plan 
effectively, you should have a great holiday season without breaking the bank. You know, what you say is very true, that you have to have a plan. And the thing I'm interested in particularly is we should learn from others' mistakes. I'm afraid sometimes we are condemned to make our own mistakes. So what goes wrong? Why why can't we learn from other people's mistakes? Or what has to happen before we get so desperate that we fix things for ourselves? Well, that's a great question, Gordon. I mean, people like to spend money, and it's, you know, it's a lot easier to spend than it is to save. And the word yes is easier to say than the word no. And essentially, and certainly during this time of year, with the holidays, uh, we have been, you know, you kind of get caught up in the festivities. You go into stores or the shopping malls. You see the displays. You see... You know, the people with packages in their hands, buying stuff. You see all the sales trying to drag you into their, their, uh, into their stores. You also see the Christmas music. And all of a sudden, you're in the mood to swing. And a lot of the times, your plans for, you know, a conservatively financial, financially conservative Christmas go out the window. Also, even if you try to stick to your plan and be very, very conscious about that, there's all sorts of landmines in the store to to make you spend more. Meaning, go when you go to the uh, checkout register, guess what? There's stuff on each side of the checkout register with, you know, having stocking stuffers or whatever the case may be, incentivizing you to spend more. People have to realize that during the holidays, they need to sit down, make out a list. And you remember that that song, Making Out a List, Check It Twice? Yeah, sure Naughty do. And nice. Well, the fact of the matter is you should check it twice. That's a good rule of thumb. Make a list. Figure out who you want to buy something for. Write down what you want to buy them. Write down how much you want to spend. And stick to it. That's the hardest part, sticking to that. There's all sorts of things to trap you into making extra expenses. You have to be strong enough and you have to have the self, you have to be self-conscious enough in order to recognize that you're there for a specific person. And whether it's the holiday season, a specific purpose, whether it's the holiday season or some other reason, you must stick to the plan and definitely go through and uh, be aware of what you're spending and why you're spending it. Get in, buy it, get out. That's the rule of thumb. Now, let's talk about some tips for the holiday right now. Um, Let let me interrupt you a minute there because you said so many good things that I can't believe. And I'm just sitting here thinking, I wonder what I did wrong. (laughs) You know, (laughs) what you have to say is more than just Christmas time. It's every time. Having the list. I know when I go to the grocery store, if I don't have a list and I'm hungry, I should shop after lunch, not before lunch, and I should have a list. It's amazing how much temptation there is in the grocery store or in the appliance store or in the department stores, and it's not just at Christmas time. So make yourself a list. 
and stick to it. And I like that. Yeah, absolutely. And most people don't realize that. But let's talk about some tips that easy tips that people can follow so they don't go broke during the holiday season. I'm all ears. The list is one good thing. Also, when you go shopping, go shopping alone. Studies show that if you go shopping with somebody who may or may not be in a different financial situation, they can influence your spending. Meaning, you know, because somebody makes maybe double your salary, they can afford the, the name brands. They can afford to buy more stuff because they are in a different financial situation. Unfortunately, they may influence you to buy the name brands or buy more than you normally would if you were alone. That's one tip. Another tip is use cash. And in today's society, it's very hard. But the fact of the matter is studies show that if you use cash versus credit cards, you will spend 30% more using a credit card than you will if cash, if you use cash. Because that green stuff comes through your fingers and you don't want to let that stuff go it was hard to get it into your hands and you just don't want to give it up psychologically however if you use a credit card boom you slide it through you're done so and it's you know it is an easy transaction and you don't feel the true effects and the true pain until the bill comes in in the following month also go through when you shop don't bring a kid a lot of people bring their kids because, A, it's a way to spend time with the kid. B, it keeps them busy, him or her. But more importantly, you know, the problem that you see, and it happens to me too. When I go shopping, my, my kids are like, oh, daddy, buy me this, daddy, buy me that. Well, the fact of the matter is they will influence you in manners that will cost you money, whether it's buying them a present because they don't want, you don't want your child to feel slighted or going through and buying, you know, them influencing your purchase. I could tell you that, you know, a lot of parents are influenced by their children on different purchases because they see it on TV or whatever the case may be. That's another tip. Also, go through and Shop always, and you said it, shop on an, uh, you never shop on an empty stomach, ever. And the reason being is if you're hungry, you're subconsciously, you're going to speed up the decision, uh, decision process quicker and make more careless decisions just to get in there and get some food in your bed, just to get out of the store to get the belly filled. So you're going to go there, you're going to you're not going to think through, you see the first thing you you on your list instead of looking at three different uh competing items, you're going to take the first one and move on just to get in and out. Subconsciously, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. Whether this is these tips are valuable not only during the holiday season but clearly year round. And let's talk about consolidated credit. Consolidated Credit is the firm that I started uh, 20 years ago. 
We're located in Florida, but we service the entire country. There's a tremendous amount of information on our website at consolidated.org, and we're able to go through and educate people on the proper uses of finances, and certainly if they're having financial challenges, we're able to try to guide them to get out. On our site, there's a learning center, and on the site, on the, in the learning center, there's a holiday uh, shopping guide where all these tips and many, many others are located and people should take the five minutes to download that, that, uh, free, uh, guide and read it and digest it and utilize those tips and hopefully they'll have a much, much happier, uh, holiday season if they do let me, take some Let of me interrupt you here a minute. I, I want to react to a couple of things you said in a very positive way. We're coming up on about quarter past the hour now, and uh, we have to do a little commercial business. And when we come back from our break, we'll talk to Howard some more because I want to tell you, folks, he has some really, really good advice. It's very simple, very practical. But after this short break, we'll be back and uh, talk some more about it. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. Today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago. Your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500. Either way, you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions. Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Revez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Money, Jobs, Health, and Other Things of Life with Gordon Bennett. To speak with Gordon and this week's guest, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to goreben32 at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, folks. This is Gordon Bennett with my guest, Howard 
and where he's a CPA and we're talking about all sorts of smart things you can do. I want to react to a couple of uh, things you said. Uh, do you remember the old envelope system about budgeting mm-hmm. where you put the money in certain pockets at the beginning of the month or the beginning of the pay period and when that envelope was empty, you didn't spend any more money. I think that is a really good system for people who have a lot of problem uh, keeping money. They use credit cards too much or debit cards too much. And if they handle cash and have cash in their pocket, it is amazing how little uh, they spend. I was involved in the original research on the credit cards. Uh, they used to be called charge cards, the old American Express card. And that meant you paid it every month. And somehow they morphed to a credit card. Well, we used to have to fill out a long form to get credit. And the banks very cleverly got in this credit card business so you had credit all the time. I wish they would start calling them charge cards because that would be more clearly what is involved. Now, I was talking to my plumber the other day, and he has an incredibly good cash budgeting system. Every paycheck, he takes 50% of his money and puts it in the bank and never touches it. 50%. He's been doing it since he's a teenager and he's nearly 50. He's got more money than God has. <laughs> and the other, the other half, he converts into cash and uses it for all of his expenses except those few he has to write a check for. That's a really simple and good way to do it. When he's out of money, he stops spending. So, that's a great idea. The other thing that you commented on was don't bring somebody with you. You know, it's really, I never thought of that before, and that's true. They will either reinforce the idea or come up with new ideas and said, oh, you ought to buy that, you deserve it. There's all kinds of reasons to leave them home. The other reason is you get lonesome, so you have to go home before you spend all your money. It's, it's this idea of built, making a list, getting in and getting out, I have to tell you, uh, that alone is worth everything you've said this hour, and uh, it is amazing. Well, I uh, appreciate that. Now, your book is available on Amazon, or is it, uh, how do we Amazon get your book? Amazon and uh, also Barnes & Noble. Uh, you know, the book has been in print for quite a few years. It's been uh, repri- re, uh, revised back in 2010 and has been out there and has actually sold very well over the over the course of time. Uh I will tell you that you know it has a lot of tips on what to do my next book. Uh it's more storytelling of the millions of clients that we have counseled as a as a firm consolidated credit counseling services. Um we have talk to literally over five, maybe even six million people over the last 20 years and been able to help a heck of a lot of people and really change people's lives. Uh, we're one of the oldest firms in the business, uh, and certainly we're one of the largest in the world now. Uh, well, there's, doing there's, what no, we do. there's no doubt about it that the practical experience that you bring to the table and hearing the stories that people have to tell and how they got in trouble. You know, in my life, uh, I've known a lot of people who've gotten in trouble. And, you know, only one or two of those, it's because of catastrophic illness or accidents or some outside event, maybe losing their job. Most of the time, I 
uh, know people who've gotten in trouble because they made dumb choices. They just did things wrong. Well, and I those things. To, I tend to disagree with you a little bit, and I know this is your show, but I, but but I've been doing the hey. credit counseling for a long time, and and what's catastrophic to you? Uh, I mean, or it may not be catastrophic to you could be catastrophic to somebody. I mean, losing a job, having a baby, what I call life events. Most people, we walk a tightrope on the credit, meaning we buy something, we know we can't afford it, so we let the, when the bill comes in, we just make monthly payments. We're on the balance beam, and all of a sudden, a life event comes by to knock us off. Um, and that life event could be buying a car, could be losing a job, could be losing the overtime, could be uh, birth of a child, death of a spouse. I mean, things like this. People typically don't wake up and say, oh, my God, I'm in debt. No, it happens over a course of time. And people have to be aware, Gordon, that over the course of time, it takes time to get rid of that debt. There's no easy, quick fix. It takes time. You have to work at it like everything else that's good in life. You have to put the time in and put the effort in. But I promise that if people follow you know, a strict regimen, they can get out of debt and live virtually debt-free for the rest of their lives. Well, you know, I think you and I both agree. We just say it in a different way. Uh, most of uh, and this is my contention. I have no statistics to back it up, and you have a lot of statistics because you've consulted with a lot of people. But life events do occur, and if you are prepared for those life events, you're okay. Now, some people get really, really sick or they lose a spouse, but of all the people I've known in financial trouble, most of them got there by volitional choices, things they did that led little by little by little by little, to being in a position where, wow, I've got too much debt. Now a life event happens, and you're right. That life event escalates things and takes care of it. I have a scale of uh, uh, risk assessment, and I think that people, I, I preach that people need an emergency fund. So if the tires go out on the car, the hot water heater leaks, or life events, as you call them, and I really like that term, by the way, life events, go on, what might have disrupted you completely is a matter of course. You anticipate the things that go wrong. So I think we're saying a lot of the same thing. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, it's funny because people always say, oh, you need to have an emergency fund in case something happens and you know and I know the rule of thumb is you have to have six months expenses you know of, of you have to have six months of, months of expenses to, in the bank to cover those you know uh, emergencies the fact Emergency of the matter is somebody who is in debt and actually any normal person the average person can't afford to put away six months of expenses because let's just say the average salary is 40000 That means yeah. you have to have 20000 cash in the bank. That's just not going to happen, especially if they're running credit card bills. Is it better to take 
twenty thousand and leave it into in a bank account that earns virtually nothing in interest, or is it better to put it towards a credit card that's charging you twenty percent interest? I mean, you know the answer, and I know the answer. I mean, but the fact of the matter is, you certainly need uh, well, money and savings in order to handle those unexpected unexpected expected expected expenses (laughs) yeah you know how i treated that i think this is an interesting discussion because uh i faced that same thing for my students they want to say i can't afford this and i can't i mean the emergency fund and i've come to modify that a little bit uh you need less or you need more and the rule of thumb is lousy I think you need to have some money, and I think you get the emergency fund three or four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars from the waste that you have in uh, spending money. Uh, you know that I and you can go out with anybody and find ten or fifteen percent that they're simply wasting, and so they set that little bit aside for the water heater instead of charging it, or the tire instead of charging it. But if they have three kids and are in danger of losing their job, they need more than six months. They might need two years. They need to live a lot less. So what I have worked up, and this is uh, in my second book, a matrix on you should put a little bit in your emergency fund. You should put a lot for retirement, and then you should work off all the debt. Concentrate on that debt. Get out of debt. Then you'll have money to do these other things with. That's that's my bias, and I'm going to say this is my bias. And I would uh, tend to I would tend to agree with that plan. That's a smart way to handle it. Um, yeah. But certainly, the debt is an expensive endeavor, and you could usually pay the debt off with clamping down on your expenses. When we at Consolidated Credit Counseling Services go through a client's budget which is what we do when virtually anybody calls our offices, there's usually about 15% of fat in people's budget. And what I mean by the word fat, stuff that they spend, money that they spend that they don't necessarily need to spend. And it could be as simple as a change from premium gas to regular gas. It could also be... Uh, from grocery store shopping at name brand, buying all the name brand foods versus buying the private label, the store brands, which are probably made by the same companies that make the name brand stuff. And then, then you put a sale and coupons on top of that. Yeah, you can find it. But more importantly, also going through and making sure, seeing if, you know, there's other places, unexpected places to save money. Do you really need 500 television stations or can you survive with 150 television stations and save $100 a month? I mean, all these things add up. And the fact of the matter is if you save 20 bucks here, $50 here, it's a pile of money. And take the, and it's, by the way, when we go through people's budgets, Gordon, at Consolidate It, at the end of the day, you're not even going to notice that we're cutting back on a significant amount of your monthly expenses. It's not going to affect your life. I mean, the key it's is a, 
just watching every penny, but pennies add up, and then taking those pennies and applying it to your debt that you may may have incurred. Okay, we're going to take another break now, and when we come back, I've got oh, I've got a page of notes here. This is a wonderful conversation, and uh, Howard, you have such solid advice for people. It's so basic. What you have to do, you just have to make up your mind you're going to do it. And, you know, one of the budget uh, makers, Jenkins at, uh, I think, Google, said you need to spend 10% for yourself for fun, but limit yourself to that, too. So when we come back, we'll talk about some more tips. This is Gordon Bennett, and you're listening to Money, Jobs, Health, and Other Issues of Life with our guest, Howard. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Is your business model robust enough? In today's ever-changing business environment, people are working to transform themselves, their futures, and their business. Tune in to Business Reinvention with your host, Nancy Lynn. To stay ahead of the game in business, you have to constantly reinvent yourself and your organization. With Nancy's experience and that of her guest experts, you'll learn from stories of inspiration, innovation, and forward thinking. Listen for Business Reinvention, live every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you looking for innovative ideas on how to achieve your financial dreams? Tune in to Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday afternoon at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Join certified financial planners Ken Smith and Ethan Broga to learn how you can obtain financial success. You'll be entertained while you discover techniques to alleviate your financial concerns. Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Everybody needs expert advice when they look to develop their personal brand. Join Rochelle McCrary for The Leader and the Muse. Rochelle and her guests will bring you practical tips and tools to help you build your brand in ways that propel you into greater personal and business success. For strategies, stories, and much more, tune in to the Voice America Business Channel every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Leader and the Muse. And get ready to take your brand to the next level. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Money, Jobs, Health, and Other Things of Life with Gordon Bennett. To speak with Gordon and this week's guest, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to goreben32 at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, this is Gordon Bennett back with you and my guest here, Howard, CPA, talking about some of the ways you can end up debt-free, and it's not only at Christmas time. You know, we're all tempted during Christmas. I'm an old marketer, and uh, we used to consider getting people to buy things they didn't need and didn't want. And one of the things I used to teach people is to go around and go to garage sales and see the stuff that's now for sale. <laughs> and that was one day somebody had to have that. So I want to comment. I want to tell you a couple of uh, stories and anecdotes, and our listeners will really be interested in this uh, because it builds on what you said about impulse buying and 
Uh, one of the things, by the way, that I did to control impulse buying is I have a printed card that wraps around your credit card or your debit card. And you have to take that card off and you ask your questions whether you had on your list or not, whether it was planned to purchase, whether you have the cash. And if so, you write down how much you didn't buy. And uh, you'll be surprised at how much you save in a year. My wife needed a rug for her, her office. And uh, we went down to the department store and they offered six months same as cash. That's a trap. But they offered six months same as cash and I had the money to buy it. And when the six months was over, two things struck me. They sent me the bill and had added on the bill a credit protection charge, which I disputed. But up in the upper right-hand corner of that bill is a little box that says, if you pay only the minimum, how long it will take to pay off the debt. This was a rug that was a reasonable priced rug. But it said, if I pay only the minimum, it will be paid off in 31 years. 31 years. I won't be here, neither will a rug. <laughs> and I think that's a trap for a lot of people. They forget to read that little box, it's box that's now required on all credit cards things. That's a, that's one traps that retailers use. Uh, I was standing in line in a fast food store, and a guy bought a pack of cigarettes. He bought two packs, and I said to the checker, that's an expensive habit. And it's also bad for your health, I think. But she said, yes, I know it's expensive. My husband and I spend $9.45 a day on cigarettes. There's some of the waste you can get rid of. And finally, this is the one that we were at a seminar one time, and the uh, presenter talked about having people identify what they are spending, going through that day by day, penny by penny, to get a uh, grasp on what they are really spending. And this one woman said she was spending $1,700 on the vending machine at work for Pepsis. $1,700 a year. Well, fast forward, my wife is now teaching at a university, and she has an office there, and she went downstairs to get a Pepsi. And that $1,700 figure said, I'm not going to pay a dollar and a half for those Pepsis. They're only 50 cents at Costco, and so she went out and bought a refrigerator. Have you had some similar stories? Well, we absolutely have. Every story in the world uh, we've had come through our offices. I mean, the fact of the matter is, you know, people buy stuff. They don't realize the the long-term implications of their buying decisions until typically it's too late. I mean, it comes down to this: if somebody wants to spend, if somebody wants to avoid getting in debt, don't use credit cards. Only use cash. And if it is, if the cash isn't in your pocket, you shouldn't be spending it. That's all it comes down to. You know, the, the, what you mentioned about cash is very good. And you mentioned earlier that most people can't afford uh, to set aside money for emergency. Well, maybe they could use their credit card that they don't use for other things, and some of that could be just for emergencies. You know, uh, it is really tempting. My, my daughter refers to spending money as retail therapy. <laughs> it's fun Retail therapy, it is well, fun. People, listen, it's some, to some people, Gordon, it's a hobby. 
you know, spending money, going out to the stores and shopping is a pastime for some people. And it is a one expensive hobby, I'll tell you, but I will you know, you gotta be careful of what you do and using, you know, a credit card for expen emergency expenses, well, then comes the question when you said it, what constitutes an emergency? And yeah, that's to true. what constitutes an emergency to you and I may not be the same to somebody else. Is a you know is going out to dinner an emergency uh, because you you know you don't have any food in the house? Um, you know you have to be very conscious of using your credit cards. The best way to stay out of debt is don't use your credit cards at all. Yeah. So Unfortunately, I'm not sure. But unfortunately, have you flown lately? I have the, flown. The airlines require you to have a credit card before they'll sell you a snack or a drink. They are against cash. But other than that, I can't think of anything. Well, there's 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 quite a few things that you, you have to yeah, use there a are. credit card for. And certainly you know, when you travel, that's one of them. And renting a car is another when you're traveling. But, uh, you know, for the most part, you know, cash is still a good thing. And if you have to, if you can't carry cash, then use a debit card that's attached to your bank account where the cash is drawn out automatically out of your account and you can only spend what's in your bank account. Which brings me to say, be careful with your debit card because if you lose it, a, a theft of the credit card, the debit card, can drain that account. So I always recommend use a separate, and I use a separate account for my debit card uh, because I don't want them to get to all my assets. Um, so you be careful. Your debit card is money, so be very, very careful and protect it just as you would any other, just as you'd protect money. I just yeah. give you that admonition. Um, let me talk about debt a minute. Um, I sat and thought about debt the other day, and I have heard the expression and I'm sure you have heard it, too, in your years of practice, good debt and bad debt. Mm -hmm. And I stopped and thought about it and thought about it and thought about it, and I thought to myself, I can't think of anything that is good debt. Well, maybe one thing, maybe it's an education, but I would rather say necessary debt and unnecessary debt is a better sorting device the first house that you buy, you probably have to get a mortgage. The first car that you buy, you probably have to finance. And getting through college, I worked my way through college and didn't have any debt. But for kids today, maybe some debt is necessary. But uh, that might be necessary. But all this unnecessary debt, a vacation, eating out in the restaurants and all, uh, that's the way I prefer to talk about it, and I do now. What do you think of that? I think you're right. I mean, certain debt you can't avoid. I mean, buying a house is a big purchase. Financing an education is a big purpose. Buying a car. Um, those are big purchases, and that's what's deemed good debt. Um, bad debt is paying for your groceries on your credit cards, going out to dinner, buying clothes on your credit cards. And regardless, you know, you got to take into account, unless you pay that bill off 100% of that bill when the bill comes in, you know, it's going to cost you more. You know, I always chuckle 
when clients come in and tell me that they got they had to buy this TV for two thousand dollars because it was such a good deal and it's usually twenty five hundred and they save five hundred dollars and I look at them and I said, Yeah, that's great but do you realize making the monthly payments and say it takes you two years to pay off that at twenty percent you actually spent more. You know, you're gonna end up spending four hundred dollars in interest the second first year and maybe about three hundred to two fifty to three hundred the second year. So you so any savings you may have thought you're getting are eaten up. And that that rug story, the story about the rug, Gordon, that you spoke about earlier in the show, I mean, that's so true. I mean, I look at this, you know, a TV purchase, and it could take 15 years to pay off that $2,000 television. And it and would that, be worn it would be worn out by that time, too. Well, it's going to be worn out, but more importantly, that's, you know, that great deal over the course of 15 years may co- end up costing you $4,000, maybe $5,000, depending on the interest rate. So there's all these traps out there. The best way to avoid them is just don't use credit cards and spend what you can afford. And it's easy for me to say that. But the fact of the matter is most people utilize credit cards and more so as a a way to supplement their lifestyle than they do for the convenience purposes of what they were initially uh, designed for. You're right. In the 60s, uh, Diners Club came out with the first charge card. The bill came in. People paid it off. In the 70s and early 80s, Citibank started using the the credit card where you could run a balance, and they started that trend. Um, I was the, I was with Bank of America in 1956 when the credit card was introduced. Yes, and I'm and we've, and, got, we've got a break coming up again. It's amazing to me that we've used 45 minutes already. But right after the break, we'll come back for a short segment, and we'll get some wrap-up ideas from you. This is Gordon Bennett on money, jobs, health, and other issues of life, and we will be right back with our guest after the break. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. What does a visual workplace mean to you? How does it contribute to operational excellence? And what steps do you take to put it powerfully in place? Listen to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense to find out. Each week, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, shares tools and strategies to help you make the workplace speak at a glance without saying a word. Learn to work safer, faster, better, and at far less cost no matter what business you're in. Tune in to The Visual Workplace every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. What are the reasons that over three-quarters of small businesses fail within three years? Why do 70% of U.S. women-owned businesses make less than $50,000 a year? What causes mid-sized companies to stagnate? Although today many fundamentals of business remain the same, there are critical current changes that are not being acknowledged, and the result is costly. 
Tune in to Moving Forward with host Jen Sabin. We'll discuss the core reasons and plans of action to keep your business moving forward. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. This is Money, Jobs, Health, and Other Things of Life with Gordon Bennett. To speak with Gordon and this week's guest, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to goreben32 at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Gordon Bennett with my guest, Howard, on our last segment of Wrapping Things Up. I want to tell you, Howard, you have such great tips for how to stay out of debt and use common sense. We could go forever on this program talking about our experiences and what we uh, have seen in life. And I guess it all goes back to the fundamental. You've got to take care of yourself. You've got to... uh, um, immunize yourself. Wish there was vaccine against purchasing. You know, <laughs> you don't have to buy something just because somebody else wants to sell it. And uh, we've got a short segment now. And uh, tell the people again about your book, Howard, and what um, led you to write it. Well, I mean, the first book was uh, is Credit Hell: How to Dig Out of Debt. Uh, wrote it after about 15 years in, in the credit counseling business. I'm the founder of Consolidated Credit Counseling, which is the thir- uh, third largest credit counseling agency in the world. Um, wow. And I started that at my kitchen table uh, after practicing as a CPA, uh, and we have grown to have operations in uh, Canada, the U.S., and in London. Um, and we've been helping people and trying to advise them out of debt. The, wor- the website for Consolidated, which has a tremendous amount of information to help people get out of debt and stay out of debt, uh, is consolidatedcredit.org. My book is called Credit Hell, How to Dig Out of Debt by John Wiley and Company. Um, the com- the uh, this is the revised version, so it's at its second printing, uh, which is was a big uh, big surprise for us, which was great. Um, certainly, the book is there to help people on practical ways to save money, but more importantly, you know we've been able to help people and counsel people over the years to get out of debt, stay out of debt, and it's really probably one of the most rewarding careers there could ever be when you're actually helping people and, and tell you us, hear it in their voice. Tell us uh, just one success story, if you can think of some uh, supposedly uh, maybe helpless situation that turned itself around 
because well, of that. I mean, listen, help. people help themselves. I throw them the, I throw them the, uh, the, the, the life preserver, but at the end of the day, they're the ones who jump on the life preserver and swim to shore. I mean, you know, we have certain programs that have been available for years that we negotiate with your credit card companies. And I can tell you countless stories because, as I've said, we've helped over 5 million people over the last two decades. Um, but the fact of the matter is people go to our offices at Consolidated Credit. They call us up. We do a budget. We figure out what they got coming in, what they have, what they're spending. We give them practical advice on where to cut back. And then we look at their debt and figure out a payment plan. And typically we, on their behalf, negotiate with their credit card companies and we're able to reduce the interest rates by 30 to 50 percent and more importantly, or reduce the payments by 30 and 50 percent. And more importantly, we try to either uh, eliminate completely the interest that's being charged or try to significantly reduce it, and we're very effective at that. And we're able to go through and set up a systematic program where once a month the client will pay us and we'll turn around and disperse it out to their creditors. And over three to four years, they're out of debt versus 15 to 20 years if they did it on their own. You know, uh, I'm out of debt. Uh, The only thing I have... Well, I have a debt on a business, but that's something else again. But my house is paid for. My cars are paid for. And the psychological income of knowing I have more choices, that I have not increased my costs, is a euphoric feeling that you can't explain to people, but they quickly get it as they work their way out of debts. So I see that you've given two advices here. One is don't get in debt. That's the best preventive medicine is don't get in debt in the first place. And if you get in debt and you're in over your head, you probably need some professional help, someone to get rid of the emotion in some of the things you're doing and to educate yourself in how to uh, live within your means and uh, have enough money left over to enjoy the things in life that you really want to enjoy. You know, we buy something on impulse, and then soon we have done so much of that, we don't have any choices anymore. Isn't that right? Yes. I mean, the fact of the matter is, you know, you go to a mechanic to fix your car. Chances are, if you wanted to spend the time, you could do it. But the fact of the matter is, you got to go to an expert that could give you qualified advice that aren't trying to lead you down one path so they can make money essentially give you correct advice every time on what direction to go to. I will tell you that when people call our offices at Consolidated Credit, uh, we we typically only enroll less than 10% of the people that call our offices into our debt management plan. However, we're, we go through and offer them different ways they could reduce their debt on their own. At the end of the day, our job is to get people out of debt, and we are very effective at doing that, whether it's just guiding them, giving them words of encouragement, telling them other ways, or putting them into a debt management plan that we monitor and and uh, uh, officiate for them. 
Yeah, it all depends on your circumstances. And uh, I would suppose, too, we could sit here and talk forever about uh, the age at which people get into debt. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, young people being very much, I had a woman ask me once if she should buy a house. And I said, well, uh, see, how much credit card debt do you have? How much uh, student loan do you have? Do you have the down payment? And she was not a candidate to buy a house. And so early in life, you can make those bad decisions. But if you can postpone making bad decisions, you have more chance of freedom the rest of your life. Uh, I'm going to tout my own book here. Uh, Give Yourself a Raise. Uh, I published a couple of years ago, and it can be had on our website, which is ptff.net. PTFF.net. That's Path to Financial Freedom.net. And many of the forms from the book and ways you can have a budget of your own can be downloaded off of that website. You can buy the book there. You can buy the book from Amazon. And uh, the, uh, the thing to do is you've got to take care of yourself. You've got to educate yourself, live within your means. And uh, those are pretty much the fundamentals that I teach. And uh, Howard, you have so many good tips. Which one was the best? The one that works. That's good. I ask people all the time what the most important part of their car is. And there is an answer to that. The most important part of your car is a part that's broken and keeps it from running. If you have a dead battery and a flat tire... And no gas, the car won't run till you fix all three of them. So maybe it's one thing, maybe it's a couple of things. But I think uh, what we've talked about today, uh, I like your advice. And I, I want to thank you. It. So I really thank you for being with us. And uh, people can think these things through because December is a really tempting month to get in over your head. And then you can hate yourself in January. Any last words? Well, we've listen. got a. Everybody should have a great holiday season. Be careful if they can or if they need us. Consolidated Credit is here to help people before or after the holidays at 1-800-299-HELP. That's 1-800-299-4357. Or they could hit our website at consolidatedcredit.org, and we're happy to help everybody that calls. Howard, you've been wonderful, and I hope people will take your advice. And for now, then, this is Gordon Bennett signing off. The hour has gone pretty quick. We're signing off, and we'll see you again next week at the same time. And uh, give us a call or email us. We'd love to hear from you. Goodbye now. Thank you for listening to Money, Jobs, Health, and Other Things of Life. Please join your host, Gordon Bennett, again next Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, are you going to make a bad choice or a great choice with your money? Come back next week for more.